the book of Matthews chapter number 17 verse 20 and Jesus said unto them because of your unbelief for verily I say unto you if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed ye shall say unto this mountain remove hence to yonder's place and it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible to you. Mark 9, 23. And Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believe. In the last Scripture, Proverbs 23 and 7. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Fathers, in the glorious name of Jesus we come. We say this morning, manifest. Manifest, manifest, manifest. Let the words that was penned by men, inspired by the Holy Spirit, let it bring new life and new meaning to our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Let us leave this place charged challenged and changed in Jesus name we pray amen you may be seated in this present I want to talk today about possibility thinking possibility thinking I use three different texts because I wanted to make sure that the essence of what we were saying could be conveyed this morning. Faith is the eyes of the soul. It's very important. And I submit to you brothers and sisters that they act, we act the way we act And do the things we do because of our thinking. Some of us have our thinking working for us, and some of us have our thinking working against us. How you think is very important. Your thoughts are the gatekeeper of your life. Solomon says, as a man thinketh. The Hebrew for this word, thought or think, is shara. S-H-E-W-R-A-R. Emphasis on the R. And that means to calculate, to measure, to estimate, 
as a main calculate, measure, and estimate. That's the way he is. Paul used a term in the book of 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. He used the term imagination. And the Greek word he uses, lamos. And that means competition. There is a competition going on in your body now. Paul said in 2 Corinthians that what it does, it casts it down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity the thoughts to the obedience of Christ. Basically what God is doing is trying to change your mind. Tell your neighbor, God is trying to change your mind. Question is, would you let him change your mind? Pastors, I've been standing in the pulpit for years. Some of y'all have been with me from the beginning. And all I've been trying to do every Sunday, every Bible study, is trying to change your mind. Some of us are amen preacher, got a little shouting and everything else, and still got the same mind you had all the time. Look at somebody and say, Pastor, just trying to change your mind. Amen. This means that everything that you hear, feel, or taste goes through a process. Now suppose you can't think for yourself. I should have got one E, man. And you have to wait for somebody else to give their opinion. And then you think about the opinion that they have given you. I can hear some of y'all now. I got my own mind. That's the problem. That's the problem. Paul wrote to the church of Philippians 2 and 5. He said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Notice he said, let this mind. Isn't it a shame to sit on the pews and fight against the mind of Christ? But every Sunday, we sit on the pews and fight against the mind of Christ. God said, you're here. You say, uh-uh, I'm sick. Uh, no, 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 no. That's why I wonder sometimes people, they in the spirit, they're doing like this. <laughs> you don't hardly see them in the spirit doing like this. Most of the time, they're in the spirit doing like this. Mm. God is saying one thing, and 
we sing something else. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. We got to get to that possibility thinking. It's possible. It's possible. This mind of Christ that we want, we can't get this by looking at scandal, young and the restless, bold and the beautiful, the have and the have nots. And let's not forget empire. Now, nothing wrong. I, I look at these programs sometimes myself. But I'm not going to look at programs more than I look at the Word of God. If we gave as much time to the Word as we give to empire, we'll be all right. Because remember, every time you get in the Word, say, Lord, I yield to you. Let the change come. When you read the Bible, say, Lord, I'll agree with you. Let the change come. Because we need the mind change. This is the reason why David says in the book of Psalms 1 and 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. When God was bringing Israel out of the land of Egypt, he gave uh, Joshua a command. The command he gave to Joshua, Joshua, you can't do what you used to do. I want to change your mind. And the way I'm going to change your mind is by telling you this, Joshua 1 and 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein for then shall thou make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success Romans says amen God has given every man a measure of faith look at somebody and say I got it I got my measure of faith. I believe that every man that is born unto this world at some point in his life have a call back to his maker, the Lord God Almighty. But somehow they either receive it, refuse it, or substitute for it. Everyone that is born in the world get, hate, get hurts and disappointment. Will you let your neighbor feel good by saying, you know, I've been hurt and abused. <laughs> Amen. Now you should tell them, tell them you're in good company. <laughs> Amen. We, we, we sometimes don't let, the, let the people to know that I've been hurt. When you look at me now, I done worked through some stuff. 
anybody here done work through some stuff. Amen. Tell them again, I done work through some stuff. Amen. We work through. And when things happen in your life, it distorts your thinking about yourself. It distorts your thinking about yourself. Maybe it was a word that came from your mom or your dad. They might have told you, you ain't no good. Just like your daddy. I don't know why the dad has always got to be bad. Because we've got some good dads like Stanley Athey. That... <laughs> some good dads. Now, amen, what we want to do is get to that place that whatever they've said to you, you need to let God speak to you now. Don't let what negative things people have said to you, don't let that rule your life. Dismiss those words from your mind and hear what the master have to say to you. Amen. You got faith. Now let's use that faith that it can get us where we need to get a man with the Lord. Isn't God good? Uh, so what happened is when someone tells you something, it filters through what you have heard, what you have felt, and what you have seen. You can have two people sitting together and tell them the same sentence. But depending upon where that person is coming from as to how they will interpret it. Remember I told you the term imagination comes from the Greek word which means competition. So your imagination has a competition going on on the inside. God is saying one thing, but what you've been through is saying, no, that ain't right. So you are interpreting even the scriptures based upon what has happened to you in your life. That's why the Bible said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. Amen. Let it go. Let it go. Give your neighbor a high five. I said, let it go. Let it go. Because those imagination is not going to get saved. Those imagination will never agree with Jesus. So just let it go. God wants to bless you out of your mind. He said he's going to bless you out of your mind. When you're here, you know what? One thing that happened to us is we talk to ourselves more than anybody else. You talk to yourself all day. You might not vocalize it. He said, well, Bishop, I'm not too loquacious. You'd be surprised. You talk to yourself all the time. And every word you hear, you judge that word. Now, what are you saying to yourself? 
And sometimes when something negative happens to us, nobody can criticize us as much as we criticize ourselves. Y'all that have been on the yo-yo diets and stuff like I have, went on Daniel's fast and slimmed down looking good. The snow came. Snowed me in. Lady got a mind of cooking. And then gonna make a pancake on top of that. And I forgot my way for a while. Start eating and then what happened is nobody said anything. Again, matter of fact, Denise, the Tion came out of the house and said, Daddy, you don't need to lose no more weight. <laughs> See, she, I don't know what, she was looking at the shirt I had on that day. But I hadn't been in the bathroom and been on the scales. And I know I gained weight. And when you're on a diet and you gain weight, how many of y'all know how much you cuss yourself out? Do y'all know what I'm talking about? You, you, you know, you run and you know, you just run and get yourself all down and start getting slim and looking at yourself and say, oh, you're looking pretty good there. The only thing is it don't last long. Took you six years to get it off and one month to put it back on. And then you start talking to yourself. Self-talk starts saying, you big, you're ugly, look at you. Amen. And you start laying yourself out and your steam go from here down there. Not because anybody said anything to you. It's self-talk. To watch self-talk that becomes imagination. You telling yourself this. And all you got to do is when you make a mistake, just get over it. Get give somebody a high five. Say, just get over it. Get over it. Making a mistake is part of life. And if you're doing anything at all, you're gonna fail. The difference between failing and failure is I can fail and keep on getting up. It ain't because I didn't fail, I kept on getting up. And that's what we got to learn, that we got to keep on getting up after failing. What are you telling yourself? You need to start telling yourself right now, I can make it, I can make it, I can make it, I can. I can't hurry y'all, I can't. I want to hurry y'all, let me, let me hurry y'all. Do me a favor if it's not too embarrassing. Put your hand, cup your hand and put it over your ear and your mouth so you can hear yourself. I can make it. I can. All right, all right. God bless you. God didn't call you because you was perfect. The miracle, the miracle is this. God's going to take you with your... Uh, opposite of what he called you. That's a good way for way to me to put it. And he's gonna get the job done anyhow. Y'all remember Moses? What was Moses' excuse? I, I, I stutter. Mm-hmm. Did God know he was a stutterer before he called him? And let me tell you, when God called you for something, you don't have to be perfect in it. 
Get somebody else that can talk. You write it, they talk it. God said, Moses, I know you have problems, but look at that brother of yours. He's a good speaker. Go get him. What was Jeremiah's excuse? I'm too young. You see, everybody that God called have an excuse. And what God is saying, I'm trying to change your mind about yourself. Then Jeremiah said after he got started, he said, I found the word. And when I found it, I ate it. And the word became the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. There was a story, amen, that was told some time ago about a boat that capsized. And when this boat capsized, these people were 13 miles from shore. The thing went down. Some of them died on the spot. But there were some of them that swam a mile, half mile, brother, and they gave up the ghost. But there was a 13, not 12 year old, a 12 year old, what did I say? 12 year old youngster, little girl on that boat. And they say they found that girl in the sand. When they found her in the sand, she was saying, I can draw, I can, I can do one more stroke. And she was in the sand saying, I can do one more stroke. She told herself, I can do one more stroke. Lean over and tell your boss, tell your neighbor, I can do one more stroke. Amen. And amen. And so she said, I can do one more stroke. And uh, she ended up on in the same, still, amen, saying it. I can do one more stroke. You see, the mind can go backwards trying to fix the failures of your past it can go forward trying to predict the future but the truth is amen you can only energize the now the very moment that you are living in right now can only be energized by who you are now I want to know what you're doing right now some of you in here up against a wall right now now and you think that you can't make it but I want you to know that if you can say I can make one more I believe Rashawn was saying amen I can read one more verse hallelujah some of you have been praying for a long time and you don't see no answer but hallelujah I believe I can pray one more prayer some of you, amen, been holding out for a long time and you don't got down, Lord, look like all my strength is gone. I can live holy one more day. I want you to know that if you can take everything that you have at 
call it into being. Call everything you've got into this moment. I need you this moment. I need all the power I got this morning. If I can live it right now, I can make it. I can make one more stroke. I can make one more prayer. I can make one more day. I can make it. What I want to say to you, stop putting off life because you feel inadequate. Amen? Stop putting off life because you feel inadequate. Learn to take advantage of what you have right now. God love you. And you're going to make it because you maximize the time that you have right now. One thing that happened is this. If you don't kill that giant today, it's going to get bigger. If you don't run that mile today, it's going to get longer. Amen? So what we have to do is do it now. When you perceive yourself to be great, guess what? Greatness not coming, oozing out of you because I perceive myself because I'm thinking greatness. I am great. I am. So y'all ever understand how many times Jesus referred to himself? He was a humble man. But can you see this young man walking around saying, I am the light of the world. He said it so, so much until when he said it, darkness ran away. I am the light of the world. I wish I had somebody, y'all, just to say I am. Oh, y'all ain't saying it because listen, y'all got said in a big voice, in a big voice. Got to jump to your feet. In other words, what I got to say won't let me sit down. All right. I am. I am. All right. Because sometimes you got to realize I'm significant. I am somebody. God made me perfect. I made the mistake. I'm ready to rise up from my mistake. Anybody here ready to rise up from your mistake? You got to realize I made a mistake. It's not too late. It's not too late. You can be what God wants you to be, but you got to start having possibility thinking. That's why when you sin, don't stand around and beat yourself up. Just repent. Not another day. Back in the days, we were taught that when you do something wrong, you got to beat yourself up for six or 12 months. You just beat yourself up and beat yourself down. No, sir. You got to stand up and say, I was wrong. I did the wrong thing. Now, Lord, I want you to wash me and cleanse me. The thing with God is, you are qualified. You are qualified right on the spot. And God will deliver you. Now, people might have time problem forgetting it, but then it becomes your mess. I'm the light of the world. 
become the salt of the earth. You see, we can't step into our isness, our isness, and when you can't step into your isness of who you are, you can't confess who you are. You got to be to the place that you can say it so that you can make the demons in hell, amen, start shuddering and getting nervous. I am the most powerfulest word in the universe. The most powerfulest two letter words is I am. I am. Martha jump up and say I am. All right. Keith jump up and say I am. See, he was ready. 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 All right. How about the jump up? Say, I am. All right. See, when you, when you, I might not got everything together, but I am. I'm what God made me. I'm on my way to what God called me for. Anybody feel a call to greatness? Any, anybody, anybody feel a call to greatness? Let me tell you, you're not going to do it anyhow. Philippians 2 and 13 says, it is God that works in you both to will and to do of his what? I am. I am. Come on there, Maxwell. Two of them, both of y'all jump up. I am. Say it three times. Jump up, jump up. All right, amen. Just hold on to it. And when that demon, hell trying to pull you down and pull down your, no, look what the devil trying to pull down, your self-esteem. Not somebody's esteem, but your what? Now, what do that mean, self-esteem? Come on, talk to me. It means I esteem who? I'm not looking for you to esteem me. It is what? 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 Who gonna talk to you? Who gonna tell you that you're great? Before the devil can get you down, he pulls down your self-esteem. And then when he pulls down your self-esteem, you go around looking for somebody to esteem you. But if you don't esteem me, I'll esteem myself because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am handsome. Let me see some men jump on and say, I am handsome. All right. I'm not handsome because channel 6 told me I was handsome I'm handsome because God told me I'm handsome I need some of the girls that jump and say I am beautiful the worst thing the worst thing that can happen to a girl is when she starts feeling unattractive when you start feeling unattractive. Now, some girls used to be coming along, you know, if you was over 5'5", five, five, 
the girls used to, and some girls you can see them now, they, they, they try to make themselves short. They walk around like, my girls didn't have that problem. And I see them now, they're already tall enough. They turn around and put on, not high heels, spikes. And then Danielle got the nerve to spike her hair. You see, when you got it, you got to flaunt it. Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. When you got it, you got to flaunt it. I'm not afraid. I'm not ashamed of what God made me. I am what God made me. And start appreciating what God has done for you and start putting it on display. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe the mouth might, the lips might be thick, still handsome. Nose might be wide, still handsome. I ain't talking about you, Delmar. Stand up, boy. Stand up. Turn around and don't rub the nose. I know you're not. I know you're not. Because see what happened to us. All right, all right, I like that. Because see what happened to us. We let other people's opinion shape who we are. And we walking around hiding the beauty that God has given you. And you need to stand up and flaunt what God has given you. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. It translated into money in the bank. It translated to a car. It translated to a house to live. Thanking Positive thinking. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Young people, right now, you got to start thinking. You don't have time to play. If you play around with folk, they're going to pull down your self esteem. Don't worry about fitting in no game. If you don't want me, it's your loss. I wish I could get some of them these young pretty people to jump and say, I'm a holy vessel. I don't have to show you my behind. My face is pretty enough. Y'all ain't listening to me. If you don't want me in your gang, it's your loss. I am. Somebody higher than you call me. I'm a call out one. Ah, can I get y'all to jump on and say, I'm a call out one. I'm holy. I'm particular. You might want me. But if you ain't holy, 
I don't want you. When you know who you are, you have a choice. Let me say that one more time. When you know who you are, you have a choice. I'm not going to laugh at what ain't funny. And I'm not going to scratch where I don't itch. No, sir. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You don't like my color? God is my painter. Oh, Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. And if he, if I'm black, he'd have took a little more, more time. Y'all ain't feeling this thing, is you? You are wonderful just like you are. And if you can get an image in yourself of your greatness, oh, stand up, boy. You feel it, don't you? You feel it, don't you? Hey, huh? Feel it? All right, that's all right. That's all right. Now, I know you feel it. Just say it one more time. Feel it. All right, all right. How you feel about yourself is how you're going to interpret life. This is what I want you to understand. How you see yourself is how you go interpret life. And God is trying to get you to change your mind about yourself. I woke up this morning and the scripture was in my mind. St. John 6, 33. to 63 663 read it is what uh-huh the what the what the what the what I don't have to spend money I don't have to buy a car that I can't afford to impress you. I can ride my mule and park it in front of the church and I'm still Bishop Harris. You, you see, you don't have to spend money and all other kind of stuff trying to impress people. I am who I am. The other stuff is trinkets. But I am what God has made me. And I am fearfully and wonderfully made. All right, one more time, young people. Let me see you. I am wonderfully and fearfully made. Jump on your feet and just turn around two or three times. Thank <laughs> you.
right. Don't spin around too much, you might get dizzy. And I don't want you to get so intoxicated on yourself that you lose sight on God. But what I am and who I am is God. You're looking at a work of God. That's what I'm trying to say. So what you're going to do is when you see life, if your mama or your daddy was a crackhead, hopefully they won't. And they have put in you negative words. I want you to dismiss those words right now. And if you will, every morning that you get up, can y'all do it for the next seven days, especially you young people. I want you to get up and I want you to, what is that? Psalms 139 verse, is it 26, 14? Yeah, 14. All right. Now this, each one of y'all, now the whole church, this is what I want you to do for the next seven days. Read it for me. Now for the next seven days when you get up, I want you to just get that scripture and read it. I want you to let it speak to your being. I don't care how many mistakes you have made. God knows you have made those mistakes. And what he says, you are still fearfully and wonderfully made. It's not that God has given up on us. We have given up on, my, on yourself. Ask your neighbor, have you given up on yourself? There's hope between the stirp and the ground. There's hope between the stirp and the ground. I don't care how much you've messed up. How many times you've messed up, you steal what God made you to be. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. For the next how many days, y'all?